Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. And it is Week in Wager. Yes, it's a gambling show, but... Typically, how we like to roll is we, we like to consider it's a sports talk radio show, and we just we, we throw in a little gambling while we talk about the big games that are upon us over the weekend. So first things first, um, if you watch me on Daily Wager earlier today, my best bet was Memphis plus five. Right now, Memphis minus two and a half. Uh, I would, and, and I, I said on the show, I said I think the wrong team is favored here. Uh, Memphis is up right now, 21 to 10. And that, and at, it, that line is changing. So, uh, it was just plus five. It went back down to minus two and a half. It's now minus four and a half. Uh, I would jump on it. I, I, I think the wrong team was favored here. I said it on the program. I'll say it right now. Memphis, a better team than Tulane. Tulane, their quarterback was injured, was out a few weeks. He's come back, but he's not a hundred percent. So, um, if you could jump on Memphis right now and still get them at minus four and a half, that's what I would do. Uh, I would be all over Memphis. Uh, we've got a fun one coming your way at 10 o'clock tonight. Stanford going up against Colorado. Why is it fun? Because it's Coach Prime. That's why. Let's be honest. Would we really be? Here's the thing. We've got Harvey, a Friday night uh, appearance on Weekend Wager, and Chantel, who are producing the show. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome in, welcome in. Let's be honest. Would we be as excited or would we even mention Stanford and Colorado if it wasn't for Coach Prime and, and just the buzz Colorado has created this season in college football? I don't think we would, right? No, I, I think if, you did, if Prime didn't come to Colorado, you probably wouldn't mention them ever. Well, I don't know what I don't know ever. If they were a part of a wager that I liked, Sure. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, each and every week, I feel, and each and every Saturday. Well, today it's Friday. We talked about Stanford and Colorado um, a lot today on Daily Wager, and again, I keep on mentioning that. Uh, shameless plug, not so shameless. Monday through Friday, six to seven p.m. Well, actually, we're off Wednesday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays. So, um, so it's actually Thursday through Monday, um, from six to seven p.m. on ESPN two, uh, but. You know, uh, the the big reason why? Because it is Coach Prime. And there's a lot of excitement about this team. So Colorado is home. They're favored by 13 against Stanford. The over-under is 59. So, again, this is 10 o'clock, so this is about an hour away. But since we're talking college football, and like I said, jump on Memphis right now as you can. They're up 21-10 against Tulane. Um, I like Stanford to put up more than 10 points in the first half. Here's why. Uh, They're coming off of a bye week. So now they've had two weeks to prepare for Colorado. Meanwhile, Colorado has played seven games straight. Seven straight games. So I think they're they're spent. They need a break. They need a... Sometimes... Here's another thing. I think we forget, right? Like, these are like 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. With all due respect. I call them kids. Right? 
like I, I think sometimes we forget that we're talking about 18, 19, 20 year old young men. How about that? Young men. Um, I, I, I just, I, I, I think there's in so much hype, so much hoopla, so much excitement about this Colorado team. And again, you've got Stanford who's coming in, who's had two weeks to prepare. On top of that, Colorado, their rush defense is one of the worst. First of all, their defense is one of the worst in the in, in, in college football. Their rush defense is one of the worst. They're giving up 163 yards per game, over five yards per carry. And what Stanford does is they run the football. And they're committed to running the football. They run the football almost 60% of their offensive plays. So I, I, I think that I think that they are going to have success tonight in the rush in, 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 in their rushing attack against Colorado. And I and I and I see them putting up more than 10 points in the first half. So that would be my 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 play. Also, Casey Filkins is it, they they have they they alternate between like two or three running backs in that backfield, but Casey Filkins is their number one running back in that backfield. I've got him over 40 and a half rushing yards tonight. Uh, he spoke to the media this week and he said, listen, this is our identity. No matter how, and, and listen, Stanford doesn't have a great defense, right? They just don't. So Colorado is going to put some points up against them. There's no denying that. But he did come out and say that Stanford is committed to not abandoning the run. They know that that is their makeup, that is what defines them, and that's what they're going to do. So Casey Filkins, over 40 and a half rushing yards. Stanford, over 10 points in the first half. That's how I'm playing Stanford and Colorado. Again, that kickoff is at 10 o'clock. We're with you until 11 o'clock tonight right here on 98.7 ESPN. I have some other college football plays that I will share with you a little bit later on in the program, so stay tuned for that. We've got a great program lined up for you. Cynthia Freeland is going to be joining us at 10 o'clock. We'll talk Giants. We'll talk Jets. Uh, some of the other plays that she likes out there, some fantasy football as well. And very special de- guest, Dave Spadaro, is going to be joining us at 930. Uh, whenever the Giants or Jets play the Eagles, I book Dave Spadaro for the program. He's been a part of the Eagles broadcast team forever and a day. And I feel like he's always a great interview to give us, as I like to call it, a look, a sneak look, peek behind the curtain, what's going on with the Eagles. Now, and and let's let's go right there. And I'll open up the phone lines, by the way, 800 919 3776 You want to jump in, now's the time to do so. We're not going to hear from Dave until 930. But this is a really interesting game with the Eagles this week, okay? Um, for a number of reasons. Number one, both these teams are dealing with a plethora of injuries. Okay, so let's start with with the Jets. Elijah Vera Tucker is out, and one would argue the best offensive lineman on that offensive line. Of course, we know Dwayne Brown has been out. Uh, Makai Becton, you know what you get with him. So, and, and, and to lose Tucker, especially in the interior of the line, is pretty crucial. But on the opposite end, you've got Jalen Carter, who's not going to play. He's out. But at the same time, there is a lot of depth with the Eagles and their front seven. 
Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox is going to be coming after Zach Wilson without Elijah Vera Tucker in the lineup. That's that's a big concern. Okay. Um, who else is out for the Eagles? I, I mean, they they've got a they've got a number of players. Evans and Darius Slay are out. So two guys in their secondary. Jalen Carter is out, and Quez Watkins is out. Now, granted, you know, Quez doesn't do a whole hell of a lot, but nonetheless. So the Eagles are dealing with some injuries. The, the Jets are dealing with some injuries. Here's another one for you. The Eagles' run defense is pretty damn good. Running backs are only averaging 3.4 yards per carry against them, and they're, only, they're giving up a low of 61 rushing yards per game. Now, how do you counter, how does a team counter a really solid pass rush? Obviously, you need a stellar offensive line, which we know the Jets don't have, or you need a really phenomenal running back, which Brees Hall is, but now you take a hit to the offensive line, so is he going to be able to really find those holes, first and foremost, and number two, going up against a really good rush defense with the Philadelphia Eagles. So that doesn't bode well for the Jets. The Eagles, they lead the NFL in time of possession. The differential is is 10 minutes per game. That's a lot. Especially if if Zach Wilson is three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Now the Jets, as great as their defense is, which, by the way, they're going to be missing some DBs. DJ Reed, not expected to play. Sauce Gardner hasn't been able to practice this week because of a quote-unquote illness. He's expected to play against the Eagles, but he's been dealing with an illness, so one would expect him not to be 100% by Sunday. So uh, there's there's a lot going on here with these two teams. That's why I'm really excited to get Dave Spadaro on with us. Again, he's going to be joining us at 9.30. But this line has been all over the place. It was at seven, then it moved down to six, then it moved back up to six and a half, then it's down to six. Not sure what is it. What is it right now as we're sitting here having this conversation? Um, and one would think, as great as the Eagles are, it's six and a half now. It's back up to six and a half. One would think, as great as the Eagles are, and now with Tucker out, and you know what? Shouldn't this be? Don't don't you feel this line should be seven and a half? Harvey, don't you feel this like don't you feel there's kind of something weird about this line? That should be seven and a half, you said? What is it right yeah, now? Six it's, and a half? it's 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 so it's 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 been moving around. It was it's opened up at seven, it moved down to six. It, it's been it's been fluctuating. Six and a half, six, six and a half. I just feel like this should be seven and a half. People really think the Jets can hang with the Eagles. I don't. They, but. The odds makers obviously do. So, 800-919-3776. I'd love to hear from Jets fans right now. Um, you've got the Eagles and the 49ers, the two teams in the NFL that are uh, that are still undefeated. Um, but these are two teams, and their schedules are pretty rough. Both of them, for the remainder of the, of the season, their schedules, they remain in the top 10 in regards to the most difficult schedules still remaining. And I think I mentioned this earlier um, 
not on this show, but a, a previous show, that starting today through the end of the season, the 49ers have a negative 20-day rest disadvantage. Well, I guess that's what negative is. Redundant. So they have a negative 20-day rest disadvantage for the remainder of the season. I don't expect either. So I don't expect either of these teams, the Eagles or the 49ers, uh, to remain undefeated. Could the Jets be the first team that pulls the upset? I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I don't anticipate that to happen. But I, I wouldn't be shocked. What say you? 800-919-377. The, the lot, odds makers to me are the most smartest. I think they're some of the smartest people in the, in, in, on the planet. And they know a lot. And so this line is just really fishy to me. It's just fishy. <laughs> 800-919-3776. We'll take your calls next. Dave Spadaro, part of the Eagles broadcast team, joining us at 930. That's Appointment Radio, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I I was looking to see if uh, there was a a prop bet out there. Will the the Jets' defense stop the, uh, what is it, the tush-push? What are we calling it? The tush push, the brotherly shove, whatever, whatever. 
I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's automatic. Is there a defense out there that can stop it? I, I like, I'd like to wager that the Jets stop one attempt this coming Sunday, but I, I have not been able to find that wager. 800-919-3776. Uh, Memphis still up on Tulane, 21-17. Tulane just scored. Memphis getting ready to get back on the field. Their offense, uh, hopefully they'll be able to put some more points on the board. Also, Fresno State up on Utah State, 14-7. to Stanford and Colorado kicking off at 10 o'clock and a little over uh, not 40 minutes, 40 minutes. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Cam in Long Island. Cam, you're up. Welcome in. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Hi, and, good evening. Um, yes, so for the brotherly shove, I'm going to use the old school term. Let me know what you think about it. Pile driver. <laughs> here's here's right. my thing. Here's my thing, Cam. Like, A, why don't more teams in the NFL try this? Like, do they just not have the horses in their stable that they feel that they can really execute it properly. That's number one. And number two, like it's, it's unstoppable. Like, is there, is there a defense out there? Is there a defense front seven out there that could stop it? I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I, I want to get to my, my main question. Cause yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there and I just had to uh, chime in on it, but hypothetically speaking, what if the giants, the Patriots and the Broncos all like three-way tie for the worst record in the league. They go like they get three wins. Who would get the first pick based off of strength of schedule? So that's that's my uh, real question. Yeah, it's 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 a great question. Um, and thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. I, listen, we we I, I that I, I I don't have an answer to your question. Here's what I do have an answer for. Okay. I've got the the probability in regard to um, where the Giants potentially are going are going to to draft. So the follow, So if the season was to end today, okay, if the season was to end today, here are the teams that have the biggest chance of getting the first overall pick. The Chicago Bears via the Panthers at 24%, the Cardinals at 19%, the Broncos at 12%. And I and and I I printed this up before the Denver game. So I want to imagine that that now has increased. I wouldn't be surprised if that's up there with Arizona. Okay. But the Giants are sitting at 10%. Right now, the Giants have a 10% chance of getting the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft. And by the way, the Giants' remaining schedule, 12th most difficult. 12th most difficult in regard to their remaining schedule, okay? The Eagles, twice, not once, twice. The Bills, the Cowboys, the Saints. Um... The Patriots, Denver, Washington twice, Green Bay, the Raiders, and the Jets. So they have the 12th most difficult schedule still remaining. Um, in regard to drafting in the top five, 
Right now, the Giants are sitting with a 48% chance, 48% chance of drafting in the top five. That I can tell you. Let's go to Joey in New Jersey. Joey, welcome in. Joey, you got you got to turn your radio down. <laughs> so, uh, so folks, yeah, party foul on a Friday night. That sucks. Um, Joey, call back in. Just FYI, we have a seven second delay, so you got to make sure your radio's down and you got to be listening to us uh, via your phone. Let's go to Andy in Westchester. Andy, welcome in. All right, I'll pinch it for Joey there. And uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the first thing would be if the teams played each other during the season, who, like if the Gi- Giants played the Patriots and the Giants won, and the Patriots would have the first pick, and whatever process they use, if it's a three-way tie. But head-to-head competition would definitely be number one. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, but Andy, obviously, I, I'm just saying, like, like – we really can't assess. I mean, it's, it's it's too early to assess that, but that's why I think I think you know the the, the probability I find is interesting. And we lost him. <laughs> okay. I, I at the end of the day, I just I think I think it's too early to sit here and and assume. Um. You know, if, if the Giants are going to get the number. But at the same time, I, I think in looking at what the schedule is right now, and, or I should say what the uh, what the record is right now and what the schedule is in regard to strength of schedule, uh, you know, I, I think it's interesting in regards to the probability. Um, I, I think looking at the probability is more realistic than trying to assess I mean, we're only heading into week six. So there's that. 800-919-3776. Quick break. We come back. Dave Spadaro is going to join us. He is part of the Eagles broadcast team. Uh, we'll get the latest from him, get an update. Who's in, who's out, who's healthy, who's not. And um, and we'll continue with your calls. Joey in New Jersey, you'll be first up right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, Joining us now is Davis Badaro. Part of the Eagles broadcast team, and uh, always great having him here on 98.7 ESPN each and, time, each and every time the Eagles either play the Giants or the Jets. So, Dave, good evening. How are you doing? Anita, thanks for having me. I'm doing fine, thank you. Looking forward to a very interesting game on Sunday. Yeah, uh, to say the least. So, first things first. Um, the Eagles, they're sitting at 5-0. and but it's been some close calls. Last season, very different than this season, right? The Eagles have come out uh, and, you know, not the same aggressive, dominant performance in the first half of games like we saw last year. I, I, I made a ton of money last year wagering on the Eagles <laughs> in the first half. It's, it's not been the case. And one would argue possibly if Washington would have gone for two, maybe they'd be four and one right now. Your thoughts on the Eagles not being as dominant, especially in the first half, as we saw last season. Why is that? Yeah, I think it really boils down to the red zone offensively. They just haven't really executed as they had in the previous two seasons with Nick Sirianni. I mean, they were lights out in the red zone. But other than that, I mean, you know, the numbers, which again, it's interesting you say that, and, you know, because it really last year the complaint was, well, they're doing well in the first half, but they're not scoring in the second half. And so, you know, it's really just hard to compare last year's team and this year's team. And I think a lot of people in their minds remember the Eagles in the NFC playoffs last year that they just ran roughshod over the Giants and the 49ers. So, yeah, there's been a couple of hiccups. Um, but, I mean, they're 5-0, and and – and that's all that matters. I mean, they, they, they get into the meat of the schedule, really, the tough part of the schedule now, and um, we'll see what happens. But I think, by and large, uh, they're very very pleased with being 5-0. But it is, it is true. The first half, they've just not scored as much, and I think the reason it boils down to the red zone, where they had been in the top five, top three for two years. Now they're at the bottom of the rankings through five weeks. Yeah, and, and thank God you got Elliot back there. He's just been like the the money man. Um, and just and that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, that's not a good thing all the time. You know, like he had the 61-yarder um, at the end of the first half. A few weeks ago, he won the game against Washington with the 54-yarder in overtime. 
great stuff, but a lot of his field goals have come from drives that stalled in the red zone. So that's something they're working on. And I'm going to tell you this, and you know, I think with the offensive line, with the talent they have, with the scheme that they have, I'll say that they will, you know, kind of um, regress to the mean, and that will be a good thing for the Eagles. Again, Dave Spadaro joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, you, you talk about them getting into the meat and potatoes of their schedule. You're absolutely right. Jets, Dolphins, Kansas City, Bills, 49ers, and Seattle. I, I think Seattle is better than what we've seen so far. Of course, that game is in, in December, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, th- this line has been fluctuating. Very interesting. Opened up at 7, dropped down to 6.5. At one point, dropped down to 6. It's now sitting at 6.5. There are a number of sh- like sharp money out there who feel that the Jets are going to win this game, um, you know, and, and maybe the, I feel like both teams have um, or I should say are going to cover. Uh, both teams have a, a, a lot of injury issues that they're dealing with. So let's go through that. You know, the, for the for the Jets, Elijah Vera Tucker tore his his Achilles. So here I'm thinking, wow. Uh, Jalen Carter, who's been an absolute beast so far this season, is going to have a field day. But then, of course, uh, you know, now he's out. So talk about the defensive line. Talk about the front seven and who we can anticipate uh, will be, I like to call it, active and attractive, trying to get after Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, they, they look, Hassan Reddick has really revved things up. Three sacks in the last couple of weeks, a bunch of pressures, took his cast off two weeks ago, and is a totally different quarterback, uh, rusher of the quarterback, the NH player. Um, you look at um, Fletcher Cox, who missed last week. He's now back. That's a good thing for the Eagles. Jordan Davis is still there. You know, the thing about it, Anita, is what's so impressive about the front seven, and it, I can go on with more and more names here, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, etc. The Eagles last year lost Javon Hargrave in free agency. They expected to do that. And they went out and they really have kind of made it a bit better at the defensive tackle position. Milton Williams has gotten a year better. Jordan Davis has gotten a year better. Getting Jalen Carter, who is just so talented, and it's a shame for Jets fans that they won't, well, maybe not a shame for Jets fans, but for football fans that they won't get to see him this week, and hopefully he's back in a week. Uh, Fletcher Cox is back feeling energized from the young players. Contavious Street plays a little bit and contributes. Marlon Tui-Pelotu, a third-year player, has been contributing on limited snaps. So, I mean, they're really good up front, and I know that it will be a loss with Jalen Carter out, but there are other capable players who are going to step in and look to wreck a Jets offensive line that has taken some hits. And I think the Eagles really have an advantage there. I mean, I really feel like the Eagles, for their defense to be successful, and Darius Slay will be out as well at cornerback, and, you know, Justin Evans out, put on IR as well at safety, for this team and this defense to have success, they really have to win up front, and that's what they've been doing. And a lot of it's come from Jalen Carter, the ninth pick in the draft. He's been everything the Eagles hoped he would be. Yeah, there's no denying that. Um, you, you just mentioned the secondary having some issues as well. Both teams, right? Because for the for the Jets, DJ Reed is out. Um, you've got uh, Sauce Gardner who's dealing with an illness. He is expected to play, but Chances are he won't be 100%. So, you know, that kind of – I feel that evens out the playing field in regards to the secondary for both teams, right? Yeah, I think so. And, look, I mean, the Eagles uh, have been dealing with issues in the secondary, injury issues 
all season. They have given up a bit, quite a bit, in the secondary. But last week what they did to the Los Angeles Rams, pitching a shutout in the second half, was truly outstanding. The adjustments they made, they go out and get Bradley Roby off the streets. He plays 25 snaps. He plays well. They gave a lot to Cooper Cup early in the game. And then I'm telling you, this defense shut the Rams down. Now, it helps when Eagles offense is on the field and running it up six-minute drives, seven-minute drives, eight-minute drives, which this offense is very capable of doing. That helped the Eagles' defense quite a bit last week. And so they feel like they're in a good place for this game against the Jets. The Eagles are undefeated all time against the New York Jets, 12 wins, zero losses. I believe that this team is taking the Jets very seriously because I think they just respect everybody. I think that one of the signatures of the Nick Sirianni era is that the Eagles don't go up and down. You really haven't seen many clunkers. And so I would expect the Eagles to play a good game with a lot of Eagles fans in the house on Sunday. Uh, Dave, two, two last things before I let you go and get off to your, uh, your, your Friday evening, which please understand we're so appreciative that you're joining us here. Uh, number one is uh, Swift being added to that backfield. Unbelievable. I mean, just, you know, this offense was so good last year. With him, the addition of him has just been unbelievable. He was great in in Detroit, but boy, has he shined in Philadelphia, right? Like, talk about what he has meant to this offense. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, I think everybody respects DeAndre Swift and his ability, excellent receiver. I didn't realize, I knew he was good outside the tackles. I didn't realize he was so powerful and ran so hard inside, in between the tackles. And so, you know, he's done a great job. He stayed healthy, knock on wood. That's been his challenge for his entire career is his health. And running behind a great offensive line, the Eagles run the football. You know, um, they just are good. And they work him into the rotation. They work Kenneth Gainwell into the rotation, Boston Scott, who always has big games up at MetLife Stadium, get him some carries, get him some touches. Uh, and so, but yeah, DeAndre's been outstanding. Really interesting, though. You know, first game, three touches, I believe, and every, other fans are going, "Wait, what? Who? What's he doing?" But then he roared back against the Minnesota Vikings, and he's been just outstanding ever since. Last but not least, called the brotherly shove, the tush push, whatever you want to call it. T- Two-part question here. Number one, why do you think more teams in the NFL don't do it? And why is it so unstoppable? Well, I think teams try to do it, but it's not as easy as it looks. And I remember last year when, when Jalen Hurts was injured and Gardner Minshew ran it against Dallas, and it was like a disaster because he stayed up high and took a pounding. So you have to it's, – it's it's, it helps that Jalen Hurts can, in his days of lifting heavy – squatted 600 pounds. It helps that the Eagles offensive line is extremely powerful. Uh, They have it timed up really well. It's a perfectly legal play. You know, what bothers me is that the NFL, you know, the league is, I don't know if the league is complaining about it, but the media sure is making a big deal about it. And last spring, the competition committee had an opportunity to review the play and if they wanted to vote on it and outlaw it, to do that. And I remember standing in front of Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel's the head coach of the Dolphins, and he's like, in his own very um, entertaining way, he goes, well, is it a legal play? He looks around, all the media guys go, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, okay, my verdict is, 
heat to play in. And so the Eagles run it when they have to. They were four or five last week. They are something like 48 of 54 um, the last few seasons doing it. They have a terrific offensive line. They time it very well. They practice it very well. Jalen is an outstanding runner, extremely powerful legs. And that's why it worked. And we've seen the Giants run it and get guys hurt. I watched the Chargers run it, and the Raiders stopped it with Justin Herbert. So it's not like, hey, look, everybody can talk. Tom Brady, for all the great things he did, he ran an awesome quarterback sneak. Well, the Eagles have just taken that and kind of evolved it. And what you have is what we in Philadelphia would prefer to call the brotherly shove. And it works much to the chagrin of the NFL, but much to the delight, to the delight of the Philadelphia Eagles and the fans. It's, uh, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, and it's quite fun. Do you fun like to play, to... Anita? I love it. Are you, you kidding? Like, like, I, like okay. I, I love it. I just don't understand, like, why aren't more teams doing it? And why is it so unstoppable? It's hard. It's hard to do it. Your quarterback has to be a good runner, physical, has to get up in there. And it's, it's just not a natural play. Um, I think we also don't see a lot of quarterbacks do great quarterback sneaks. And so that's, that's part of it also. But, you know, the Eagles, the, the Eagles teams know when the Eagles are in short yardage situation if the Eagles are going to do it. And yet, it's really been hard to stop. Unbelievable. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Always great having you on, my friend. Thank you so much. Anita, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. You got it. Uh, some stats here for you. The Jets are averaging a league-low 41 offensive touches per game. The Eagles, a league-high 59 touches per game. The Eagles lead the NFL in time of possession, a differential that is plus 10 minutes per game. So marinate in that for a minute. Uh, the Jets have converted just 30% of the red zone trips for touchdowns, which is 31st in the league. Uh, the Eagles have reached the red zone. 43% of their offensive possessions, which is fifth best in the NFL. So some interesting stats there that, again, doesn't necessarily bode well for the Jets, but every game is different. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Lonnie calling in from Harlem. Lonnie, welcome in. Hi, Miss Anita. Can you hear me? Because I'm in a tunnel, so I just want to make sure you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Hi, hi. How are you? First of all, shout out to the company. Shout out Downtown TV. Hi, Chantel, as well as Harvey. Well, technically, I was really just calling in to give your other listeners a tip on how to make a call. When you pick up the phone, first of all, you should turn your radio completely down because <laughs> after you place the call and you get on the, you get on hold with the producers, after you tell the lovely producers what you want to talk about, they're going to put you on hold. And as you're on hold, everybody, you can literally listen to the show. So why do you have your radios on? I never understood that. First of all, you're seven seconds ahead, like you just told, I think his name was Joe, uh, the person who called and botched the call. But it's just like, you're seven seconds ahead. So listen through your phone, because everything is basically being regurgitated through your radio. So just wanted to call and give a tip. You know, everybody, listen, once you place the call, turn your radio down or walk to the other side of the room. So that way you don't get the feedback. So that way you're not, so that way you're not listening to the radio for your name. Instead of your phone, everybody have a great night. Thanks, Lonnie. What 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 would we do without you? 
Lonnie, appreciate that. Let's go to Dave in Texas. Dave, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking the call. Love your show. Just wanted to let thank you because about a year ago I heard your show and you had recommended to your listeners a play called And Juliet. You said it was the next Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And I immediately got tickets and saw it, and you were right. It was absolutely fantastic. Anyway, oh, great. Um, yes, it's, it's yeah, tremendous, that was just isn't it? Awesome. Yes, it's so good. Yep. So, um, so I'm a, I'm a diehard, lifelong New York Giants fan, and I live in Texas. So this has been a really, really hard couple of weeks for me, especially being around a lot of Cowboy fans that are high-fiving and celebrating. Mm-hmm. And so Monday was kind of a, a nice night for me um, to sort of bring them down to reality a little bit. But my question is related to the Giants, and it's, you know, it's become very apparent to me as a football fan that, you know, wins and losses a lot of times just come down to the offensive, defensive lines. And, you know, my question is, how, how could the Giants' leadership, their coaches, their GMs, not have recognized in the beginning of this year that they had an offensive line that was not going to be able to open up holes and protect Daniel Jones? Mm-hmm. And now they're injured, and, it, you know, it's unwatchable and embarrassing. But, you know, as a coach, cannot, can you not tell during training camp that you need to do some work and you maybe need to get some other bodies in there in order well, to compete? I, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, I mean, Dave, you know, it's, it's a great question, and, and thank you so much for listening from Texas, and thank you for your kind words. Uh, you know, I, I think Andrew Thomas being out has been a huge hit uh, to this offensive line. Uh, first and foremost, and Evan Neal. I, I think I was I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, I live here in Hoboken. Hoboken pet. Big shout out um, to Mike. And you know, Mike said Evan Neal should be a guard. I think he's absolutely right. But it's it's hard. It's hard for an organization who drafted Evan Neal where they did. Excuse me. To be like, all right, he's not a tackle, he's a guard. Because typically, you know, you, you don't typically draft guards in the first round of, of, of the draft. But, yeah, he, he really, he, they should move him in. He just, feet, like, feet-wise athleticism, he just doesn't have the footwork. And he's just, he's, he's just, he's horrible at tackle. Um, I, I want to imagine that he's going to be better at, at guard. So, you know, but can they make that move this year? I, I don't think so. Um, I, I will say this heading into the season. I spoke to a number of people within the organization. Also a number of people who cover the cover, the jet, the giants who were all really excited about this season. Really, really excited. Could, how, how could so many people be wrong? How can so many people be wrong? So I, I think, I think not having one would you could sit here and you could argue that Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley are the two best players on the Giants roster. And the way that they both affect the pass rush, Andrew Thomas protecting Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley keeping defenses honest, that one-two punch not being there for the last few weeks, I think that's how we're here. I personally think that's how we're here. I, I I just I can't I can't fathom that I I spoke to as many people as I did 
who've covered this team as long as they have and have worked for the organization as long as they have and we're so excited about this season and the potential of the Giants possibly, you know, winning eight, nine, ten games, getting in as a, as a wild card to this? No. I don't think anyone saw this coming. 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Artie, you'll be first up. Also, we have Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us at the top of the hour at 10 p.m. Right here on 9.7 ESPN.